At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. All views expressed are those of the hosts. Welcome to episode 144 of the OFNT podcast, which I'm calling Twas a Week Before Christmas. Well, it seems Michelle Obama, former first victim, I mean lady, had personally demanded that former President Trump be permanently banned from Twitter. Of course, Twitter management at that time replied, your wish is our command. Sam Brinton, the non-binary suitcase stealing energy department official, is now a non-binary suitcase stealing former energy department official. Reports say that over 80,000 Ukrainians and their family members have been paroled into the United States since the start of the war over there. The fact that this country is letting Europeans settle here again is startling to me. More on this in the future. Old, sometimes dependable ally Saudi Arabia is cozying up to China, signing a strategic agreement with the communist regime. So much for Biden's foreign policy, which, like just about everything this administration does, ends up a disaster. And well, 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 Slappy the Man Boy, former failed crypto company FTX CEO, Bankman Freed, has been charged and arrested. I guess all that stolen cash he donated to the Democratic Party just hasn't paid off for him. Or has it? We'll see if he ever faces a trial and is ever convicted. And before we get started here, last week I credited my daughter Jessica for getting me an aura ring last Christmas. Actually, it was her and my son-in-law Stephen, both, who got it for me. Just wanted to clear that up. Also, the name of the Fox Royals, Megan, and Prince Ginger's podcast company is Archwell, not Archetypes. Tech news. Microsoft continues adding features to its video conferencing app, Teams. The latest update, coming soon to an Outlook mail client near you, will allow the user to use the chat feature of Teams from within the Outlook app. You know, Google has had a chat feature within the company's email client like forever now, so it's great seeing Microsoft playing catch-up. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure that you need to be a Microsoft 365 subscriber to enjoy this feature, at least for now. There are rumors floating around the old intertubes that Apple is going to loosen the company's tight grip on the App Store 
by allowing users to sideload applications onto their iPhones. In Europe, that is. This is not for the U.S. market as far as I can tell. It's to comply with incoming European Union regulations. This will allow app developers to reap 100% of the price of the app instead of handing over up to 30% to Apple. I don't know why developers just don't make progressive web apps. I use one for the Outlawed Gab app and it works well. There's not much difference between it and a native app. The big drawback is that users have to accomplish additional steps to load it onto their phones. Another drawback would be security. Users could sideload apps full of viruses and the like, a problem the Android operating system is constantly battling. Even if available, I'd probably pay the extra money and use the App Store for its convenience and security. There are also reports that Apple is considering letting alternate app stores access iPhones and iPads. For example, Microsoft and Google could host their own stores for iOS, again, avoiding having to pony up the 30% Apple tax. What do you think about all this? And finally for the tech section. I've noticed on my tech news feeds lately that many articles bashing Twitter in every conceivable way, you know, hate speech and homophobia is rising on Twitter, many article headlines read, with digitaltrends.com outright calling for Twitter and not TikTok to be banned. At first I thought it was just the woke bubble inhabitants rebelling, but then it occurred to me with the banning of TikTok actually gaining traction in Congress from both sides of the aisle, who would benefit from this constant slamming of Twitter? Think about who owns TikTok. That's right, our buddies over at the good old Communist Party of China. Well, a company called ByteDance actually owns TikTok, but we all know who really is in control over there, don't we? So, just like the straight news, the Communist Party of China's money also flows deeply into the coffers of the tech press. I remember many years ago when Huawei, headed by dear leader Ren, flew all the top tech sites journalists over to China to tour and listen to a kumbaya speech about how the only goal of Huawei was to just connect everyone in the whole wide world. What wasn't said is that all that data would flow back to communist China for their use. I'm sure a lot of expensive swag was given out at that event too. I also remember the glowing reviews given to any hardware released by Huawei after that junket. What I'm telling you here is that most news you read, hear, or watch, no matter what the subject, is more than likely bought and paid for. A sad fact. And speaking of bought and paid for media, Elon Musk suspended the accounts of numerous, and I'm using air quotes here, journalists, including some from the New York Times, CNN, and other organizations for doxing. It seems Mr. Musk's family has been getting stalked because of the so-called journalists releasing his personal information. Well, I'm sure an uproar of allegations and hit pieces will be released over the next week, slamming Mr. Musk in Twitter, but... Let's just be real here. These people who label themselves as journalists are nothing more than paid political activists, in my opinion. Tech I'm using. I received a shipment confirmation email from Aura on last Monday, along with an order number for my replacement ring. While it was supposed to be delivered Tuesday, that got bumped until Wednesday and then was delayed further. Not Aura's fault, I lay the blame on my local UPS. Well, I finally received the replacement Thursday evening. Though the ring came three-quarters charged, it took quite a while to fully charge it up. The old ring would go from almost zero to fully charged in the time it took the replacement to charge just 25%. I guess that's how bad the old ring's battery capacity had eroded. 
As far as Aura goes, I must say this is one of the better interactions I've had with a tech company's customer service department. All the correspondence was done via email. In my experiences with other companies' customer services, I'd usually start with an email or chat, and then that would devolve into having to call and try and talk to a person. So kudos to Aura. I've never done this with any previous iPad I've owned, but then again, I never used iPads as a fitness accessory until my last iPad Air. I put a screen protector on my new iPad Pro 11-inch. I use that iPad to stream Peloton classes while riding my indoor cycle, and I get pretty sweaty. That sweat then splashes the screen as well as everything else within range. Yuck. I went with the brand Sparin, which was an Amazon choice. I got three glass screen protectors for 10 bucks, along with screen cleaning wipes and an aid to align the protector to the iPad screen. I can't tell a difference with the display, so all seems to be well. Entertainment news. Last week, I talked about the Apple TV Plus series Slow Horses. It's based on the books of English author Mick Herron. The books follow the escapades of a band of underachieving British spooks led by the brilliant but slobbering Jackson Lamb. Watching the episodes this season, which premiere on Fridays, but I usually catch them on late Saturday afternoons, I've realized that I'm reminded of my youth. Let me explain. As a child growing up in the Bronx, New York, winter Saturdays were for playing football, the American style that is. I'd arrive home exhausted and eat, shower, and then catch the college football games. But before those games came on, I'd watch Roger Moore starring as the Saint. I have fond memories of that time of my life. Nowadays, Saturdays are for shopping and going to the gym. Instead of watching The Saint, now I watch Slow Horses. The show's pace and settings kind of remind me of the old Saint series. I guess this can be considered entertainment news. I have noticed that a lot of channels I follow on YouTube are establishing accounts on the YouTube competitor Rumble, mostly to live stream shows. I guess it's easier to live stream on Rumble. That and many complain that they are being demonetized on YouTube or downright censored. I'm not sure if you can make money on the Rumble service as I've never seen an advertisement on it. Also, the Apple TV application from Rumble has one bothersome bug. Or is it a feature? It's hard to tell these days. When I switch to another app and then return to Rumble, I have to log out of my account, go to a website, punch in a code to authorize the Apple TV, all so I can view the channels I subscribe to. Other than that, it's a nice app and something seems to be happening on Rumble lately. Podcasting news. I'm thinking of moving this show to Red Circle Hosting. They have a free tier that I'm going to try out, and if it works out, I'll switch. Their basic paid tier seems to offer everything that Captivate, my current host, does, but at almost half the price. I'll use Red Circle to stand up straight from the desk on its own and see how it goes from there. The only thing I'm wary about is the fact that my shows may have ads. Who knows? Maybe I can start making money at this so I can justify doing podcasts to the one whom must be obeyed. <laughs> And talking about money with podcasting, if I actually do start doing that, of course I'll put it right back into the shows. I plan to go all road in the future. 
I already have a Rode Procaster microphone, and I'd ditch the outboard channel strips and preamps and use a Rodecaster Pro all-in-one interface. If I ever do get a co-host, I'd just add another Rode Procaster mic. They're reasonable in price compared to most other brands and have a superior build quality, and best of all, all the Rode stuff's made in Australia. Not in China for a change. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of funding the Communist People's Liberation Army. Time for a rant. And I again return to mainstream media for this week's rant. I know it's a well I've taken a drink from much too often, but I just can't help myself. Just perusing my newsfeed upsets me because of the allegations that are being reported as fact and never retracted once a proven false. Jabs at people of a certain political ilk that has nothing to do with the story. And, of course, misleading headlines. Take this one from the USA Today newspaper from Tuesday, for example. CPI report. Inflation slowed sharply to 7.1% in November. Yay! Gee, from that headline, you think everything is going peachy keen with the economy. No! I guess the USA Today News, and I use the term news lightly here, organization, is a certified FOA which stands for Friends of the Administration, a program I just made up. Contrast this headline with one from a competitor, this one from Yahoo News, obviously not a full member of the FOA or Friends of the Administration <laughs> program. November, CPI, inflation rose at an annual 7.1% over last year. See the difference? The USA Today headline, along with other Friends of the Administration news outlets like CBS, for example, which ran almost the same exact headline, would make you think that the increase in consumer costs have gone down significantly, while in reality, reflected by the Yahoo headline, costs have increased by 7.1%. That's down from 7.7%, a measly 0.6%. Would you consider that sharply down? No. Today's low-info voter seldom gets past that headline, so in these lemmings' minds, everything must be going great. If they had bothered to actually read the article, they wouldn't have come to that conclusion. And what is the conclusion? Well, nothing that affects the consumer is down. Costs have gone up by 7.1%. Now, I'd consider that a sharp increase. How about you? The headline should have read, CPI report, inflation up sharply to 7.1%, down from 7.7%. Though the more truthful Yahoo headline is better, the article still touts the slight decline. I'm going to have to take a research a deep dive into the mainstream media and find a YouTube video I once saw that laid out how news works in this country and around most of the Western world. I don't recall the exact facts, but basically, there are three sources of news that all other outlets depend on. One was the Associated Press. I don't recall the other two. All the other sources of news just take what these agencies put out and put their own stamp on it. When a special message needs to be conveyed for political reasons or from business sponsors or a combination of both, you get the phenomenon of all news media saying the same exact thing. You can find these montages on YouTube if you really look for them. Two recent examples of this is the vaccines are safe and effective and it's a threat to our democracy. Remember those two phrases? The political messages seem to be Democratic Party talking points, while the others are from business sponsors who pump millions of dollars of advertising money into these shows. 
Well, the music plays as the episode fades into the night. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you. You can email me at ofntpodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. It's just one week out from Christmas, so it's time to start that last-minute gift buying. But first, get off my lawn. Stay skeptical. I'm out. See ya. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.